Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, welcome to The Chaser Report for Wednesday the 9th of June. Now, Charles, we have a problem. What? Almost everyone of significance has a space program. Elon Musk has got mm. SpaceX. Yes. Um, Richard Branson's got Virgin Galactic. Yes. Jeff Bezos has this blue origin, but there is no Chaser space program as yet. I can't believe that I haven't thought of that already. You're a hustler. You're a would-be billionaire who's only 999.9 million short. Well, mark the date, 9th of June 2021, is the day that the Chaser has announced its new space program. Uh, I'm very pleased to say that I am going to be lead astronaut on our, our new space program. In the footsteps of Jeff Bezos, who mm. is quite bravely next month announced <laughs> that he's going to be shot into space 100 kilometres <laughs> above the Earth and then he's going to descend in the capsule lowered by parachutes. And I really hope he hasn't ordered those parachutes from Amazon. Well, if it's an Amazon rocket, surely, you know, the time that he comes down back to Earth will be, you know, between 9am and 6pm. <laughs> Monday to Friday, and he won't even turn up. Yeah, but it'll take two to five days if he doesn't pay a surcharge. That's right. Although, I must say, I I do think it's very suspicious that, what was it, global tax rates for corporate companies like Amazon Mm. was announced on, what, the 5th of June? Yeah. And then, what, four days later... He announces that he's going to space. Do you think <laughs> that's this right. is some sort of elaborate tax thing where he thinks that he can evade tax? It's the ultimate being, offshore scheme, isn't it? Being a citizen of the universe, isn't he? Well, plus also I was thinking, Charles, he's probably going to set up an Amazon warehouse up there because just think mm. how fast his workers could move without gravity. <laughs> it would be fantastic. And he you does, can't unionise in space, can you? He does look... A lot like Lex Luthor or something. He looks like a supervillain. He does. He? He's yeah, got he's that got ball. That whole thing going. Yeah, I don't even think he probably needs a space helmet. Like he's got such a shiny hair. It'll just won't burn up on re-entry. <laughs> Coming up on the show, uh, we've got Craig talking about the time he fucked up. Which one? We'll find out. Sammy Shah is going to tell us what it's like being a Senate estimate celebrity. And one of our interns, Gabby Bold, is up for a Tony Award. Really. Yes, and, and an Emmy. Why is she still working here? <laughs> I have no idea. But first, let's go to Rebecca Dayanamuno in the Chaser Intergalactic Newsroom. The Liberal Party's empathy consultant has been rushed to hospital following an aneurysm brought on by attempting to explain basic human decency to Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who refused medical treatment to a sick refugee child on Christmas Island for 10 days. Doctors say the empathy consultant suffered extensive damage to his vocal cords after yelling, Help the sick refugee children, you fuckwits! for seven hours. An edgy teenage girl has been anointed as the new Dalai Lama after telling her parents she just found Nirvana. The 16-year-old admitted that she knew she was special because nobody else her age had ever heard of such an obscure band. Archaeologists have dug up the remains of the largest dinosaur found on Australian soil. The ancient fossil has just got a gig hosting the next season of Dancing with the Stars. That's the latest news you can't trust from the Chaser Newsroom. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Cups. Use them, fill them, make them, spill them. Now, yesterday on the podcast, Lachlan, one of the interns, came up with a formula to come up with a fresh take on the Melbourne lockdown each yes. day. And he said it was the secret formula that Peter Credlin uses to comment on Sky News. Turns out uh, Lachlan, unfortunately, has now been hired by Sky News. Oh. So, unfortunately, um, we're going to have to... Cross to Sammy Shah now, down in Melbourne. Uh, yeah, so annoying to have to talk to someone who's actually located there. Hello, Sammy. Hi, I'm so sorry, guys. I know how hard it is to do actual journalism while you're pretending to do journalism. We don't use that word in this office, Sammy. <laughs> so, so what have you been doing? Uh, did you did you catch the Senate estimates oh. yesterday? Oh, such a comedy festival. I mean, look, it's, it's Senate estimates has required viewing every time it's on. It's, it's basically the Bachelorette without the sex appeal, the interesting people, the charisma, the charm or anyone worthy of being anywhere near television, yet somehow it continues to happen. Here's the funny thing about Senate Estimates. It featured a very young politician named James Patterson. The thing about James, uh, young James, is uh, I have a beard. Charles, you you have a beard as well? I've got a beard, yep. Yes. Uh, Dom, do you have a beard? Ah, uh, a bit of stubble. Yeah, certainly not clean shaven. Oh, well, okay. Well, look, you might not know this as well as Charles and I do, but the beard adds instant gravitas. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. who you are. It doesn't matter what baby face you have. The moment you grow hair onto your face, it makes you look like an adult, sound like an adult, respectable, authoritative, all of those things. There's only a few people in the world who can fuck up a beard. Ted Cruz is one of them in America. Yes. And here Sorry. in Australia, we have James Patterson, who is, I will say that out of the many people who've got beards in the world, he is not pulling it off. With James Patterson's <laughs> face, it looks like someone just stuck a dead beaver to his cheeks and it's not a cool look. It doesn't add gravitas. It looks poorly stapled to his upper lip. It really does not work as a look for him. Now, he tried using that that false gravitas to accuse ABC journalists of having a bias because they liked a tweet from satirical website The Shovel. And it's a very it's a very familiar thing for me because I've, I've come under similar critiques and criticisms in Senate estimates myself. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people don't re- remember this because no one cares about me. But there was a period in 2017 when I was working at the ABC in Senate Estimates, Linda Reynolds from WA, Senator Linda Reynolds, who recently recovered from a very serious health condition to avoid questioning in Parliament, was um, reading out tweets of mine in which I was questioning the motivation behind Peter Dutton's erections and what might be causing them. And my basic supposition was it was probably some kind of torture and abuse of refugees. Uh, uh, those <laughs> those tweets were read out in Senate estimates, and my veracity as a journalist was then questioned uh, by not just Linda Reynolds, by Eric Abbott as well. So, you know, I've been down this road once before, and I know how it ends, with basically the ABC journalist being fired two years later. And, and, and Sammy, like, uh, did you think that Linda Reynolds did a good job 
reading out your tweet. Yes, definitely. Yeah. As a cold reader, it's look, cold, you know, you know this. Cold reading is hard. Someone puts a script in front of you and says, read it out. And you just have to try to mm. add the emotionality of the writer's intent into the work. And, and Linda, just you know, to her credit, she really put the effort in, particularly mm. my tweets in which I was talking about Peter Dutton and Tony Abbott and all these these wonderful politicians we had at the time. So remember, 2017. So it's a while ago. Yeah, the idea that Peter Dutton is, uh, is heartless and cruel to refugee kids is, I mean, that's that's in the historic past. Absolutely. It? It's a vague and distant <laughs> memory. Uh, people don't, yeah. you, know, you know, I don't even know if people, young kids these days know who, who Peter Dutton is anymore. I've, I've actually found the tweet here, Sammy. Is it, uh, does Peter Dutton wake up every morning with a hard-on for abusing refugees? Each day brings some new unnecessary cruelty. I think that's definitely one. There was a time when he was in charge of a home affair, of a Department of Home Affairs when he was releasing a podcast. There, there was an announcement of a Department of Home Affairs podcast. And oh, I remember listening to that. That yeah. was quite a special piece of audio. That's right. And my tweet there was, it's, uh, the podcast is Peter Dutton's ambient music podcast, just the sound of refugees being beaten and abused. He works out to it. So just, you know, so just uh, serious observations about the state of Australian society and politics at the time, which for some reason just caused a lot of controversy. So the question I have, Sammy, is, you know, the, the shovels having their tweets read out, Ben Jenkins is having his tweets read out, you're having your tweets read out. Do you get residuals for it? Like, is this a bit of a money spinner? Oh, you have no idea. I'm currently broadcasting from my island volcano hideout. I got here mm. on my yacht and I'm going to be eating caviar off of a naked James uh, Molino's body later today. So this is very much uh, how us rich, you know, Twitter successful folk hang. Although, Sammy, do you think when you lost your job, it sexually aroused any members of the government? Look, I, I would be disappointed if it didn't. I know Erica Betts has always had a hard-on for my career, and the fact that I don't have one anymore must be, you know, at the very least, must be a mildly tumescent experience for him. Well, let's hope there's not any desks nearby. <laughs> we do know about that. how much the parliamentarians love a good desk. Now, in tribute to... Uh, the Liberal Party's love of reading out comedy tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually uh, done a, a bit of a sketch showing a, a day in the life of a Twitter-like detective. So, so Sammy, <laughs> yes. sit back, relax. You can just look at that desk while you listen to this wonderful sketch. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much. It had been a hard day. I was kicking back with my first glass of scotch. I had enough a tantalising voluptuous desk. When the phone rang, it was the senator. He had a job for me. I have a job for you. He wanted me to look into the most heinous crimes he'd ever seen. Good God, that sounds horrific. I hung up the phone and apologized to that desk. Stay right there, toots. I'll wank on you later. I hit the streets. First stop was a seedy joint infested with snowflakes and sewer rats. The ABC head office. It was the kind of place where tweets were cheap, and retweets were even cheaper. Even the health minister could find himself liking a BBW cum dumpster 69 tweet here. The senator told me it was here I'd find a woke brigade that was aiming to undermine the government by legitimately reporting on stories of public interest. The sissy, lowlife scum. They had to be stamped out and stamped out quick. I sat in the foyer and logged on to Twitter. I looked through the likes. My God, it was worse than the senator had said. The number of mildly amusing quips that softly ripped the government was stomach-churning. And even worse, they'd been occasionally liked by someone at the ABC. A tweet from the shovel... Another from Ben Jenkins. These weren't just anyone. These were Australia's most obscure comedians. It was clearly an underground movement. And then I saw it. Nothing in my two hours of Twitter scrolling had prepared me for this. 
what was I looking at? Was it satire? Was it ironic? Was it even meant to be a joke? Someone, an on-air personality, had tweeted that the NBN was a bit sluggish. I gave him a quick left-right click goodnight and reported him to the senator. This guy's gonna be tweeting through a straw. You know you never solve mysteries in this town. Every time you put down a tweet, there's another one around the corner. All a man can do is lean back on his desk and have a wank. Forget about it. It's Twitter town. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by that cup of tea you made this morning and then you forgot to drink it, so you popped it in the microwave and then you forgot to get it out of the microwave, so it's just still in there. Now, Craig's in, and joining us is one of the interns, Xander. Hello. And yeah. his here is my seat, uh, sitting on him, just to, so he really understands being an intern here at the Chaser. Mm. Yeah, I've been doing morning yoga, just make sure my back's strong enough for Craig. Yep, yep. Craig is working on a new game show. What's it called? It's called Win the Week. Win the Week, that's right. And uh, actually... All of us went and saw a pilot of it. Yeah, a few I was days ago. shocked that you guys turned up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you were just joking when you said, "Can I have some tickets?" Yeah. But it's just a kind of polite thing you say. <laughs> but but it turns out it it was quite a good pilot episode to go to, wasn't it? It was a good show, yeah, if that's yeah. what you mean. And so I fear you may mean other things. What's, <laughs> what's the premise of the? Show the like what? What do you need to know? Say you were the executive producer of the show, as say you are. Yes. Okay. Yes. What? Yes. What is the one thing that you'd expect the executive producer of a show about the news of the week yes. to know about? I, I, look, I got to go on a limb here and say fish. No, no, no is, it, is it the news? No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the news. Right. Yeah. Okay. Th- th- okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, and Craig, there was a, there was a part of the game show where. It was just extraordinary how little you knew about anything. It was not that I didn't... Look, okay, so in my defence, this is... You've got to figure something out from, like, cryptic clues, right? It's a picture clue. It's a picture clue, right? And I'm not good at cryptic things. Uh, I thank God you don't... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever see this, but uh, (laughs) I, I didn't really... Yeah, I wasn't getting it right. I was incredibly close to getting it right. But oh, I was you, definitely you not were close it. to getting it right, yeah. were you? Right. But, well, but as the audience, as all good, yeah. t- you know, you, you don't show the audience either, so that yeah. they can play along, mm, right? Yeah. So we didn't know either, and yeah. I still didn't get it. See, well done, Xander, for backing me up here. Uh, and uh, I work here, uh, and uh, I've got to pay attention to the news. You, did, you also, to be fair, is in, is you were not looking directly <laughs> at the clue. No, <laughs> nor were you one of the contestants on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you're incredibly dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I'm yeah. working Hang here. On, who are you talking to here? <laughs> anyway, no, no, so um, I managed to get hold of th- this moment. This has not been broadcast. Yeah, th- I know, this is a leak from within your <laughs> game show. As you're listening along, see if you can get the clue at home. Your time starts now. Yeah. I have, and just bear, stick with me on this, I've got like uh, 10 nets 
There are 10 nets in a row and they've got numbers next to them. And the 10th one is circle. And then there's a Yahoo logo next to it. Oh, Yahoo is getting rid of the something with cities. Yahoo. Mm, oh, Internet Explorer is get, they're getting okay. rid of Internet Explorer. I'm just telling you it's not, so stop guessing. Oh, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Alex was, at this point, was very kind to you. Alex is the, the, the host, yes. host. At the moment, the clue is 10, there are ten Yahoo. Nets, there are 10 nets and there's a Yahoo yeah. um, symbol. And the 10th one is circled. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Everyone at home's going, no, I don't have this. Anyway. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, so then Alex starts guiding you through. To, <sighs> even though you're the bloody, <laughs> you're the EP of the show. No, the, whole point of, the whole point of me being EP is I literally... I am locked out of all writings just mm. for the very reason that I don't know anything. That said, <laughs> I'm now regretting that decision <laughs> very heavily. Okay, so here's Alex guiding you through. She doesn't do this with any of the other contestants. Oh, shut up. <laughs> all right, sound now. Try, see if you can figure that out. What have you got it's, there? I got, got ten nets. Ten nets? Yeah. the tenth net. Ten net Yahoo. Ten net Yahoo. Ten net Yahoo. Was it... Yeah, oh, say it out loud. Pressure. Why don't you stop? Ten net... Oh. Yahoo. Oh, okay, he's not going to get it. All right, oh. uh, Mark. Are you serious? Mark, Mark did you come what in? Is what is it? Like? Netanyahu. Oh. oh! Benjamin Netanyahu. Oh. 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 It's great to relive that. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was Mark Humphreys. <laughs> what I loved is that he buzzed in and he looked at me as if to say, it is physically impossible for you to be this close and not actually have it. But I was just, I was on the track. I couldn't, oh, man. It just, and as soon as he said it, I literally died inside. I was like, I cannot believe you cannot be that close. Anyway. I feel for you, Craig. I feel for you. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. I'm very glad that um, you've come up with a game show whereby I'm going to humiliate myself on national television each week. Talk to you, Nina Ayama about this. And her theory is actually that you're just nervous. Nervous around Mark Humphreys because you know he's better looking, smarter than you, and knows more about, say, Israeli politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's it. Is exactly it. It's interesting because one of the things about doing this is because I can't know any of the questions, right? So it's just this weird thing of going, how do you study the news? Like literally. There is so many sources of news. There were so many stories that came up during that thing. And I've been reading newspapers all week and reading things. You're going, I'd never seen that one or that one or that one. It's kind of fascinating now. It used to be that news was just, you know, what was on the late night news that night. It's from everywhere. It's just an absolutely ridiculous idea trying to get people to study it. Well, if you uh, want to watch Craig humiliate himself, then is, does it start next Wednesday? Uh, no, it doesn't start. It starts on the 23rd of June on the ABC. I will know who Benjamin Netanyahu is by then. He's not relevant. He'll be gone by He'll then. Be go- this is the problem. <laughs> Every time I learn something new, it's going to change. Damn news. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the complimentary coffee that your co-worker brought you this morning. But it's actually a really awful cup of coffee. But you and your co-worker are not yet in a place socially where you can tell them you're coffee order so you just sit there and begrudgingly drink it okay now something quite unexpected happened today charles someone in the office did something that was genuinely good and hugely (laughs) successful gabby get in here hi gabby why are the tony awards following you on twitter (laughs) Right. Well, uh, the whole reason I'm uh, remotely successful on on TikTok is because of a a show called uh, Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. I I kind of just took a joke too far with a bunch of other people and wrote a song that ended up getting used by a professional Broadway company called Seaview. And Wayne Brady ended up singing my song 
in a professional, technically professional Broadway production of uh, Ratatouille, the rat who cooks. This is absolutely extraordinary, isn't it? So I saw this last year on the internet. The, yeah. Uh, during lockdown and when everything was sort of closed and people were bored, the notion of a Broadway musical based on Ratatouille sort of did the rounds and was incredibly fun and exciting. And then you wrote one of the songs. Yeah, um, and I was just living in Bathurst at the time. Time progressed on. It all kind of happened and we were all kind of like, that was fun, whatever. Um, and then uh, I sort of made a video back in February about why Ratatouzical probably doesn't deserve a Tony, but why I think I do. Um, <laughs> and, and, I, and why do you? Oh Well, I just, the whole point I was making was I just really want, A, a trophy, because I've never won a trophy in my life. And B, something to take to the pub and earn a free drink pretty much anywhere. Because a, a Tony is pretty extraordinary thing to have. Like, there, I don't know many people who have one. And I think we have a lot of uncultured listeners. So we should mm. probably oh, explain right. what a Tony is. It's the Oscars is. of live theatre performance. Yeah, so Lin-Manuel Miranda has heaps. Yeah, you he, are he took now, them all. You are now the Australian Lin-Manuel Miranda. I, I, I don't make the rules. Um, that's definitely me, not not any of the other Australian composers who have definitely won Tonys. Uh, but I sort of made that video in February and forgot all about it. They never really interacted with me. I posted it to all my socials and the Tony Awards, of course, were too good for that. But then, yes, like yesterday, they followed me on TikTok and they commented on a video where I sort of acknowledged that they followed me and they commented just this little cheeky smiley face emoji. Um and I wrote back, please don't tease me like this. <laughs> and so I don't really know what's going to happen from here, but for all I know, yeah. I could I could win a Tony but, in a couple of weeks. But it goes even further than this, Gabby, because I was looking at it <laughs> and I found this headline uh, on Variety, yeah. the industry website. Yep. Ratatouille, the TikTok musical, gears up for Emmy consideration. Yeah. Your musical, you could be an EGOT. <laughs> <laughs> in a couple of weeks, which does raise an obvious question: Why are you still here? Um, funnily enough, all of those things don't pay money, Charles. And you're not Charles. I just looked you in the eyes and called you Charles. That's okay. You're too big for us now. You don't need to know what our names. <laughs> Gabby, can we become your interns when you become really successful? Absolutely. I'm going to need people. I don't. I still don't have people. I don't mm. have management or anything. I just refer them to you guys and if, you guys ignore them. So It's extraordinary that like with the pandemic and everything, it just became like everyone was in a bedroom somewhere, right? Yep. So all the barriers were flat. It didn't really matter. You could be in Bathurst writing a song mm. or on Broadway. It didn't matter. They were all worth the same. Yeah. I, I guess, Gabby, what I'm saying is that when uh, normality reasserts itself and Broadway becomes Broadway and Bathurst becomes Bathurst again. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in Broadway if I were you. <laughs> well, you'd think that, but I actually had a great time in Bathurst during all this because the problem was I was also, not only was I the only Bathurstian, shout out Bathurst, but I was also the only Australian to do with the whole production. So they would announce things at like three or four in the morning, my time, and I would just wake up to them super late. And so I was always just sort of waking up in a re really weird fever dream for like a month. Well, let's let's have a listen to yeah. the original version yeah. that is now basically a Tony and Emmy Award winner and probably will also win a Grammy <laughs> and let's say an Oscar. Don't waste your whiskers on dreaming. Try to see life as I do. Taking the smell of it steaming. This wonderful dump here in front of you. Trash is our treasure. This is this is the last time Gabby Bolt will appear on the Chaser Report, but it's been good. 
and I should clarify that what you just heard, the whole story about Gabby being eligible for these awards, it's not our usual bullshit. This is actually a true thing that is really happening in the real world. I mean, to be to be fair, I'm sharing this award with like 70 people. No, Gabby, they're sharing it with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, humble as ever. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the cup you refuse to wash up that is now just growing a small but mighty mould colony. Soon there will be a mould world with mould religions, mould social constructs, mouldy stores with mouldy offices and little mould people living little mouldy lives with their little mouldy cups of their own. So give it a wash or face the dirty mouldy god complex circumstances. Now Charles, just before we go, I don't know if you saw this news story yesterday, but the Australian Federal Police actually managed to stop raiding journalists for long enough to do something really good. Oh, yeah. The AFP ended up controlling this encrypted messaging app called Anom along with the FBI, mm. and they used all these influencers in the criminal world to convince all these crime figures to use this encrypted messaging app because the feds couldn't read it, except that the feds could read absolutely everything uh, so they've arrested a huge number of organised <laughs> crime figures and basically tricked them all onto this secure service that was completely monitored by the AFP. So you've got to hand it to them. This is very impressive. This is one-dimensional chess, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I know. We'll set up a social media platform, tell everyone it's safe, yeah. and, and then arrest not. everyone. So they've moved from the secure <laughs> yeah. platforms to the non-secure platform. It's <laughs> genius. Um, they've arrested more than 220 people and seized 3.7 tonnes of drugs. Tons. Yeah, of yeah. But they'll resell that. So there's nothing to worry about. Charles, when you say there's nothing to worry about, mm. just want to subtly suggest yes. that you know how we in the chase are using encrypted apps yeah. for planning events, for stunt coordination. No, 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 no. It's all right. I use this uh, special encrypted service called Defame which I'm assured none of the federal government ministers have anything to do with. Yeah, and it definitely doesn't go directly to Christian Porter's lawyer. That's it for today and probably forever. Look, it's been fun while it lasted. If you want to relive the podcast, just past episodes available in your app of choice, of course. And I found out that the whole podcast rankings on Apple are to do with engagement. That's why you've got to keep leaving reviews. So if you like this podcast, please keep leaving reviews. Otherwise, we drop in the rankings. Yeah, just right, because you begged. Or oh, use yeah. the secret passphrase, put Charles in space. I like that idea. Thanks for listening. Our gears from Rode Microphones and the Chaser Report is part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.